This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. Let's get into it. You mentioned Jarvis Landry, who hit the ground running with the Miami Dolphins, Josh. He, a former second-round pick, became such a volume wide receiver. And it seemed like, strangely enough, in 2021, the Dolphins found Jarvis Landry 2.0, this time in a first-round pick, though. But Jalen Waddell comes in. He sets the rookie record with 104 receptions in the season. And, Josh, I think that's the perfect picture to paint to get this conversation going about the Miami Dolphins specifically. Uh, Jalen Waddle, Josh, what were the Dolphins getting? What was the idea around Jalen Waddle? We saw the Dolphins bounced around that uh, that early portion of the draft a lot until they settled at that sixth spot. Why did they want that sixth spot, and why was it Jalen uh, Waddle? Yeah, I mean, I, you can kind of tell, right, with the speed. Like, at the time, I was all about Devontae Smith. I planted my flag on him. I believe it was in January. We know that they could have ended up getting Jamar Chase if they stayed put, but I think it had a lot to do with not only his – elite speed and what he can do with the ball in his hands game changer you know all that great stuff but his um chemistry with Tua Tungvaloa right I mean I'm sure they asked Tua Tungvaloa about uh Jalen Waddle before they drafted him so that entire thing I mean I, at the time I was like okay they could have stayed put you know and drafted Devontae Smith instead of trading up or they could have stayed put and drafted Jamar Chase but when you look at what Jalen Waddle brings to the table I mean you can see what the Dolphins had in mind and we talked about Jarvis Landry and how that was kind of the vision, at least in 2021, that was the wrong way to go about things, right? We talked about before in the way that they almost put Jalen Waddle in a box and that's just not what you want to do. So um, his jump from 2021 to 2022 was huge. And you can see why the Dolphins targeted him at six. It's funny. They did, but, but you kind of, you, you, you slipped up there, but it is kind of red and they put him in a Jarvis Landry box. That is the perfect way to describe it because uh, what we saw out of the Dolphins in 2021, especially with Waddle, is he had great hands. Waddle was catching everything that came his way, but the issue was the offense as a whole. It had no type of separation. All these were contested catches. And, you know, one of the games I looked at, Josh, was um, the Carolina Panthers game from two years ago. And Tua started 27, I think he actually finished 27 for 31, and he only had like 230 yards. This is someone who just led the NFL in yards per pass attempt. He had 27 completions, four incompletions, 
for 230 yards. That just kind of goes to show how bananas that 2021 offense was. I have some more on that. We will get to eventually. But Josh, I got to ask you, I went through, I looked at some old, you know, um, um, draft files, draft comparisons. Do you know who uh, Lance Zerline compared Jalen Waddle to? I don't. Take one guess. Um, I, I, I was, I was hoping you weren't going to say, is it Darius Hayward Bay or something like that? <laughs> the, the Tyree speed... Hill. Oh, See? there we go. Inject so, that into our veins. Look at you. Look at you instantly going as negative. That, that's, that's the, um, that's the Isaiah Ford's rubbing off on you right there. But basically what made Jalen Waddle so appealing early in the draft, despite an injury, which is why I think uh, there was, there wasn't a lot of talk around him leading up to the draft. They thought he might fall a little bit because of a, a injury. That wasn't the case. Uh, he was described as having cheat code speed, Josh, 11 50 plus pay, play touchdowns, 11 of them throughout his career. And the key, the big thing that was happening here is he can alter coverage with his speed. The downside for the, uh, former first team all SEC pro is occasionally body catches. And so, Josh, as you start to digest that, the cheat code of 11 50 plus yard touchdowns and the idea of this is someone who had success playing with throughout his time six first round pick wide receivers, Josh, what did you see at Alabama? Because I even went and watched some of that, that tape, and man, he could do everything at the college level. Obviously, the competition isn't always the same, but what you saw is a very comfortable receiver who had no issue at that second and third level. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I was sitting here saying I was a Devontae Smith guy. Devontae Smith doesn't do what he did in college without Jalen Waddle taking the tops off defense and doing things like that. So um, you mentioned the game changing speed, being able to do make dynamic plays. I mean, that's what you saw when you watch the tape. And it's just so funny that, uh, you know, they're comparing him to Tyree Kill because it really is the Spider-Man meme at this point. I mean, you're sitting there and you don't know which one to cover, right? He's just a younger version of Tyreek Hill. You could argue he's faster than Tyreek Hill. And um, even at college, a lot of the things they allowed him to do was re uh, make an impact on special teams, right? In the return game and things like that, which we've yet to see him do in the NFL game. And I mean, for rightfully so, let's protect him as much as we can. But um, you could definitely see that he was a game changer. And um, you also pointed out the body catches. I mean, that's still something that Dolphin fans, you know, myself included, you know, can frown upon at times. And wish that he would go up there and get use his hands a little bit more. But overall, I mean, why the Dolphins drafted Jalen Waddle, you can see it all over the tape, you know, whether it be his rookie year, whether it be in college or last season when he truly took off in Mike McDaniel's offense. Yeah, and that's kind of, I won't say crazy, because I think everybody expected Jalen Waddle to be a top receiver, but just the difference one year can make, looking at the 2021 George Godsey, Eric Studsville, Charlie Fry, um, I don't know, havoc in the kitchen is one way to call it. But Josh, I watched week 12 against the Carolina Panthers in 2021. It seems like that offense, and I think this is what Mike McDaniel saw, because if we think back, one of the things that Mike McDaniel said during one of his first press conferences, is he was speaking about how he woke up, what was it, three in the morning to call the PR person, uh, Ann Noland, I think it was, um, and, and Chris Greer basically called them both and was just talking about how Tua is the guy, the timing, just everything he does makes the offense so successful. So Josh, I mentioned it, his ability to connect on 27 of 32 passes, 31, excuse me, when there isn't a lot of separation. But when you think back to that 2021 season, what did you see out of Waddle and, and was there anything that left to be desired? Yeah, again, I think a lot of it had to do with just the way they coached him and, you know, some of those routes. He was pretty much put in a 10-yard box, like we said before. I mean, I've written down his dot was 7.1 yards, and last season it was 11.8. So just based off that alone, I mean, you can tell the average depth of target just 
ballooned. Um, and the one thing I really wanted to see was more yak, which is something that even last season, you know, he truly left a little bit on the table and didn't really unleash that part of his game. So when you look at that offense, 2021, it was so bizarre, man. I mean, I think Gross. there are rumors that even Brian Flores at one point was calling plays. And when you see opposite him, he had what Isaiah Ford, Devonte Parker, um, you know, I love Lynn Bowden jr. But that receiving core was not very good at the time. So, everyone's keying in on Jalen Waddle and then the coaching staff's not really allowing you to do what you do best. That's pretty much what I saw as rookie season. It's just so crazy though. Cause even still 104 catches on 140 targets for 1,015 yards, six touchdowns. And again, he broke Anquan Bolden's uh, rookie record. So we sit here and say that he could have done a little bit more. They could have unleashed him a little more, but he was still targeted like crazy, but it did seem more like he was a Jarvis Landry in year one than maybe the Tyree kill that we're starting to see now. That's a great way to put it. There was such a huge transformation. And watching that Panthers game, uh, in the first half, he had five receptions for 101 yards and a touchdown. And it was so confusing to look at those numbers. They were obviously peppering him with targets there. Uh, but his biggest play was a 40-yard catch and run. And Josh, every time I watch Waddle, and it kind of goes with Tua, and, and you really see what the Dolphins were trying to accomplish by having both of these guys. It's rhythm. It's timing. And when you see Jalen Waddle to go up and grab a football, it's insane how it seems like everything is going in one direction. It all seems like one uh, train of thought. He's just completing one sentence where he's running over the middle of the field. He can leap through the air, continue to keep his balance, land, and he's already off and running. And with his speed, he's just impossible to catch. The fact we could still see that with no separation and a very bad offense is what really stuck out to me. You saw what was possible with these guys, but you also saw what was holding them back. Josh, Miles Gaskin scored two, two wildcat touchdowns in this game. If that doesn't tell you enough about how bad this coaching was, Josh, on the first Miles Gaskin wildcat touchdown, there was a wide receiver running in motion in the backfield to try to fool the opposing defense. Can you guess which wide receiver was in the backfield in the Wildcat offense with Miles Gaskin? I mean, I want to say Jalen Waddle, but I feel like that's not the answer, right? Um, nope. Can, don't say Devontae Parker. It wasn't Parker. You're getting right? real close. Who <laughs> was it? Preston Williams. This team was using Preston Williams out of the backfield with Miles Gaskin to try to fool people. And that's just not going to work, right? That's just not how the NFL works, dude. That absolutely blew my mind. And, you know, you can go back. And one of the things we loved about the 2022 Miami Dolphins offense, Josh, is the amount of motion they used, right? All the disguising they did. The Dolphins in 2021 also had a lot of motion. They were moving around a waddle a lot. I just mentioned it. Preston Williams going in motion. It's just it seemed like the motion was happening just to happen. It's like you hear a buzzword and you say that buzzword. There was no meaning behind this passing attack, especially the way they used motion. So seeing that and seeing like this fake window dressing compared to what the Dolphins are operating with in 2022 is what really, really stuck out to me, man. When you go and watch these offenses and you try to wonder what makes a good offensive play caller, it's understanding, it's knowing how these defenses are going to think and how they're going to react to different situations. Because, man, what would your reaction be if you just see Preston Williams going in motion because if I was a middle linebacker, if I was any type of linebacker, I don't think there's any situation where I'd see that big old number 18, you know, trucking across the field and think, huh, maybe Miles Gaskin is going to throw the ball to Preston Williams. That kind of makes sense. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, 
you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. If I saw Preston Williams coming in the backfield, man, I don't think that would strike fear in anybody, right? I mean, so that'd be my first thing. Why is Preston Williams that guy when you have Jalen Waddle, even Lim Bowden Jr.? I mean, I can sit here and you can make a case for him coming in motion or, you know, being in the backfield with Miles Gaskin. But um, that does say a lot about how bad the Dolphins team was that they were relying on Miles Gaskin Wildcat to score touchdowns back in 2021. Josh, you recently just posted a video of every Jalen Waddle touchdown from last year, and you have the same thing from Tyreek Hill. Um, that's on the YouTube account, Take It to the House. I'm pretty sure that's what it is, so please go hit the subscribe button on that. But, Josh, can you tell me a little bit what you see when that ball's in the air? Because I want to go back and talk a little bit more about how it just seems like it's one uh, thought with Jalen Waddle. You know, sprinting, going up, catching the ball maybe doing a 180 to face the other way of the field. And it just seems like there's never any stumbling. There's never any tripping. But then when you watch a play where Mike Kosicki might get the ball on an out route, you know, it seems like he has to pause. It seems like there's a couple sentences. It's where he catches the ball, stop, and then turn around and then start moving. Those split second decisions in the NFL, it changes everything. And just to see Jalen Waddle do everything so smooth where there isn't any bobble, that stuff is so important. So I'd love to get your thought on what you see at a Waddle and how that um, crisp ability to catch the football and keep moving is one of the biggest reasons why he's a special wide receiver. Yeah, he's so fluid in his motion. I mean, he is a cheat code, just like you mentioned earlier. And we all see those videos going around, right, of his route running. He's working on it this offseason. You know, he's out there barking. And, you know, I, I'm sitting here watching these videos from my computer, and I feel like my ACL is getting ready to just snap in half. But, I mean, he's a great route runner. He's always seems to be open at times. I mean, I don't know if it's Mike McDaniel's scheme, whether or not it's the way the defenses are playing him. I mean, whether it's man coverage, zone coverage, he's always finding that opening in the defense. And then, like you mentioned, that ball, as soon as he catches it, he just does not lose a step. It almost seems like he speeds up a little bit, right? Like he gets a, like he just landed on a Sonic's blue shoe and just got that speed burst and just takes off and outruns a defense. So you mentioned him being a cheat code. That was one of, uh, you know, with scouting report. And that's really what it is. I mean, every time that ball's in his hand, big things can happen. And he just does not lose a step whatsoever. I guess the biggest thing that I would still go back to is would rather not see him catch so many balls with his body. But even going up there and high point in the football, there are times we'll talk about it in some of my notes. I mean, that Baltimore game continues to stand out. Uh, game on the line. I mean, he went up there and he plucked that thing out of thin air. So he can do everything. And the fact that he's built the way he is, came into camp, I think this year, twenty. 15 or 20 pounds, I think he was trying to work on getting heavier muscle. He said, you know, you can see how much I gained this all season when I truck over someone. So if he can add that element and keep that speed, I mean, good God, man, this guy, I mean, he's already a top 10 wide receiver in my opinion. And you, um, 
Yeah, maybe Madden doesn't think so, but he's definitely top 10, right, Jake? He's really has that opportunity this year, and I think the only reason he isn't a, a top 10 Madden receiver now is because of how bad that offense was in 2021. You wouldn't believe how often there'd be two guys lined up on the left side of the field. All of a sudden, Jalen Waddle might be the guy all the way outside, and inside in the slot is Devontae Parker, and Parker's so big that he's that Waddle's just running in his shadow. There's two guys taking up the same space, and that's just making life so much easier for the defense. What we see at a while, though, and I think this is kind of the big thing, is we can see these two years, and I think more changed about the offense than Waddle because what you see, again, I just go back to him, man. No wasted steps. He's such a great slasher once he gets the ball in his hands. And Tua in December, I think this was right before the Packers game, this is what he had to say about Jalen Waddle. Um, with a year of growth in the NFL, he basically said he's improved a lot and understand the game better with his splits, where, to, where he wants to be what he knows to get him open in certain areas of the field with coverages we studied against these teams. Basically, Josh, what the Dolphins offense operated with this year was understanding what the guy was doing in front of him, how that defensive back, how that cornerback was going to approach trying to slow down Jalen Waddle. You're not going to stop him and contain him, but instead you're just going to try to make the play take as long as possible. And Waddle is just trying to make the play go as fast as possible. So, what we see here is that Tyreek Hill like speed, but I do think there is some little differences there and, and I can't wait to get into those. Uh, but just for a little bit of context, Waddle had four receptions of at least 30 yards as of Christmas last season in 2021 Four. this is a dude who just led the NFL in yards per catch. And he had four receptions for a total of 30 yards or more last season. So Josh, I want to get some final thoughts from you on how we saw Jalen Waddle at the end of 2021 and what we are expecting moving forward. Uh, you can consider that 9.5 yards per catch. You can consider the offense as a whole. Uh, what did you feel about Jalen Waddle at the end of the 2021 season? Overall, I mean, again, you could see what type of player he could be. You just hope that the coaching staff would figure out a way to unleash him. I mean, um, in that receiving core with all those other bodies, you know, you definitely saw that Jalen Waddle was, you know, the bell of the ball and that player that can be an explosive game changer. Like we mentioned, our Tyree Kill. So um, I guess that was my biggest takeaway was you just led the league in uh, rookie receptions, just broke that record. But there was just so much left on the table that they could unleash. And Again, I keep talking about it, but Mike McDaniel coming in here, I still remember him on, a, I think it was Levitard's show. They asked him, like, what he's most excited about or who he's most excited about. And he was like, waddle, waddle. And obviously that was before they got Tyree Kill, but the fact that he was that excited to be able to be around a guy like Jalen Waddle, who he's absolutely gushed about since he came to Miami. I mean, that was probably the one thing that stood out to me was that Jalen Waddle could be a special player. He just needed the right coaching staff to bring that out of him. And obviously Mike McDaniel and company, they did just that because in 2022, man, his receptions dropped a little bit, but again, you mentioned he led the league in what 18.1 yards per catch, eight touchdowns. I mean, this guy is an explosive game changer that on any other team would probably be a wide receiver one. He just gets overlooked because opposite of him is, you know, his older doppelganger, Tyree Kill. McDaniel even said he is one of the his favorite players to be around. Talk about Jalen Waddle. He looks at Jalen as a salt of the earth throwback super athlete. I would love to have that as my LinkedIn description. Salt of the earth super throwback athlete. That is awesome. Let's take a quick little break. And on the other side, we will dive into what exactly that means. So stay tuned. 